Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Ephraim Tannenbaum. Meseches Bavakama has been dedicated by Dr. and Mrs. Chaim Weiss, the Schus Rufur Shalema of Miriam Farcha Bas Esther. We're learning Meseches Bavakama, Daf Yud Gimel. The sugya at the beginning of Daf Yud Gimel is a continuation of the sugya at the end of Daf Yud Beis. The Gemara is discussing the halacha of Kutshim Kalim, which, according to Rebbe Aglili, is considered Mamein Bailim, and therefore it's Bechlal Re'ehu, and is included in the parish of Nezikin. What the Gemara comes to add here on Daf Yud Gimel is that there's one kind of Kachim Kalim which is an exception to this rule, and that is Meiser Behema. Since the Torah says about Meiser Behema, Lo Yigo'el, and there's a price which darshans from there, Eina Nimkar Lechei Vilei Shachot, Tam Balmum. So the Torah is telling us that the Bailim have no Koyach to sell the Meiser Behema, Therefore, the Gemara says, the Gemara implies, Bedas ben Azai, that therefore it's not considered Mamun Bailim like the rest of Kashim Kalam, it's considered Mamun Gavaya. It won't be Bechal Re'ehu, and you won't be Chayef for its Nazikin. It won't be included in the parish of Nazikin. That's the Pashtus of the Gemara. But the Rambam, at the beginning of Parakhes, of Hilchas Nizkei Mamun, when he brings down the Halacha of Nazikin by Kachim, the Rambam differentiates simply between Kachim Kachim and Kachim Kalam. Says that Kachim Kachim are not Bechal Re'ehu and don't have a din of Nazikin. Kachim Kalam are Bechal Re'ehu, they, they do have the din of Nazikin, like L'chaira, the Shita of Rebbe Galili. And he never says, but there's one exception, that Maishu Behemi, even though it's Kachim Kalam, but it's not considered Mamun Bailam. So the Lechemishn over there asks the Kasha why the Rambam doesn't make the Chiluk of our Gemara, that Kachim Kalam are different than all other, that Maishu Behemi rather, is different than all other Kachim Kalim. And so Zakhtalacha Mishnah, the Rambam learned the Gemara differently than Rashi. The Gemara says that Maishu Behim is different, but the Gemara says it in explaining the words of Ben Azai. Now, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi at the end of Dibra Maschal Matnitz Kuhuda Kamrit, about ten lines down in the narrow lines, Rashi writes, Uben Azai mil In other words, Rashi learns that there's no Machlaik is Tanayim over here. Rabbi Yisrael said the general klal that Kachim Kalim are mamin bailim, and Ben Azai came to be mafarish that Rabbi Yisrael didn't mean it for all Kachim Kalim; he meant it for most, but not for Meiser Behema. that he doesn't see any hechrich to learn like Rashi. Usually, when you see two tanaim appear in a brayta, you assume that one is arguing on the other. So that's how the Rambam learned that when Ben Azai comes along in the brayta and says that Meiser Behema is different, that's just Ben Azai's shita. He's not coming to tell us what Rabbi Yisraeli held. He's arguing on Rabbi Yisraeli. So yes, Ben Azay holds that Meisah Behem is considered Mamun Gavoya. But Ben Azay is a Das Yochid. We paskin, the Rambam paskins like Rabbi Yisraeli, who holds that all Kachim Kalim, even Meisah Behem, is considered Mamun Bailim. But the problem that remains, Lafiza, is that while you could say that the extra Knech, that it's considered Mamun Gavoya, and that it's Nachbachar Ehu, you could say that Rabbi Yisraeli doesn't agree with that, but the Ikirat din that the Bailam have no koyach to sell it, that is clearly no machlek is about. That Bryce is stated stam in the Gemara in Bechayreis, and it's brought down in the Rambam and Hilchas Bechayreis. That's a halacha pshuta that we learn from Laigoyal that there is no koyach to sell a Maisu Behema. So Lacheri doesn't it follow then that that means that it's Mamun Gavoya? How could the Rambam have it both ways? That you can't sell Mamun Behema, you can't sell Maisu Behema. But nevertheless, it's still considered Mamun Bailim and it's still Bechari Ehu. So the Menchas Chinuch picks up on this. The Menchas Chinuch is a mitzvah nun aleph. Mitzvah nun aleph in the Sefer Chinuch is the mitzvah of Daning Nizke Keren. 
And the Minchas Chinach has a great Tarichas in Mitzvah Nun Aleph. That's where he includes most of his Lamdis on the Sugis of Nezikin and Mavakama, the Sugis of Nizkei Mamayin, come in Mitzvah Nun Aleph. So if you take a look at Mitzvah Nun Aleph, Ois Hei, and the way that the Mitzvah is divided up in the Machon Yishalayim edition of the Minchas Chinach, they divided it up into subsections and they made him Ois Hei. And an Ois Hei over there, the Mechaschinach says that this, this needs more of a beer. What's Takab Shat that we're calling him Amam Bailim if Lemaisa does it in of Yigoyal that the Bailim don't have the Koyach to sell it? So Zak the Mechaschinach that while usually we would assume that if the Torah says that you can't sell it, that means that it's the Chesaron in your Bailos. Over here the Rambam assumed that the according to Rabbi Yisrael that the Din of Yigoyal is Stamak Zeres HaKasov. The Torah was just taking off the Koyach Machira. That particular mice you're not able to do. But not that that should be seen as a simon of a klishos in your bailas. La'ilam, you're the bailam. It's mamin bailam. It's considered bachal re'ehu. There's just stamadin that you can't sell it. That's how the Mechazchenach explains this. We're going to understand it a little bit better, Blinader, in a few minutes after we bring out a point that's nesayur in the next paragraph of the Mechazchenach, although the Mechazchenach himself does not come to make this point, but comes to make the opposite point, as you're about to see. The Mechizchenach in the next paragraph goes ahead and says that he's wondering something that bothers him very much. Because L'chayra, if we have there's a custom of Lai Goyal that says that one has no koyach to sell his maestro behema, it should follow from that also, that one has no koyach to be Mekadosh and Isha with maestro behema. Because Kedushin is also a form of Mechira. I'm using the maestro behema to pay for the Kedushin. So if I'm not able to buy my, and sell my Maestro Behema and exchange it for other things, who had dinner shouldn't be able to exchange it for Kedusha Isha. He says, L'chayr, that's a Dabra Pashat. And it's a Tema, he says on the Rambam, that in searching through the Rambam, Sai in Hunchas Kedushin, Sai in Hunchas Bechayres, in any of the places where this might have come up, you don't find anywhere that the Rambam should say such a Halacha, that you can't do Mekadosh Nietzsche with Maestro Behema. And he says that it's schwer why the Rambam leaves it out, but he ends the paragraph with, with the words, Aval hadin din emes. He says there's no question that his din is correct, that you cannot be Mekadosh and Isha, because it's just a form of Mechira. Kedushin, what, is, what else is it other than Mechira? So Avada hadin din emes, that you can't be Mekadosh and Isha, and it's a Tzorachi, and why the Rambam doesn't bring it down. But the truth is that it's a Oyem v'neiridik apliya on the Menchaschinoch, who was Baki Bachal Chadre Hatera, Gemara Rashi Taisis all over Shas, he quotes left and right and had it all in the palm of his hand. But over here, as the footnote in the Machon Yishlaim edition points out, he seems to have overlooked, at least momentarily, that there's a Rashi in Chulendav Kaflamet Zayin that Mamish talks about this Shaila of whether the Din of Loi Gael also comes to say that you can't be Mekadish and Isha. And Rashi comes out exactly the opposite of what the Mechaschanuch says. Rashi over there, in the top Rashi, is actually going on our Gemara. He quotes our Gemara, where it brings down the halacha that by Maestro Behema, this exerts the cost of that you can't sell it. And he brings down that some wanted to say that if you can't sell it, then who adin that the Bailam won't have the Koyach to be Mechadish and Isha? And Zakti Rashi, Vilav Milsahi. This tzushtav from Mechir to Kedushin, Rashi says, is not correct. Rashi says that even though the Bailam don't have the Koyach to sell it, nevertheless, it's still considered Mam and Bailam, and you could be Mechadish and Isha with it. So while the Mechadish assumed it would be a Dabra Pashat, that if you can't sell it, you also can't be Mechadish and Isha, 
And Rashi, it's Mavur, that it's a special Gzairus Akasov in selling, but to be Mekadosh and Isha, you could be Mekadosh and Isha. And like I was saying before, that it could be that this helps shed more light on what it means, what, what, we, what the Mechaz Chinuch, how, how to learn Pshat and what the Mechaz Chinuch proved in the previous paragraph, that the din that you can't sell is not a reflection on a Chasarim Bailas. It's stomach there as a Kosov that you can't sell it, which Avad is very much supported by this Rashi. It's such a limited Gzairus HaKasav that it only comes to say that you can't sell it, but it doesn't say that you can't be Mekadosh Anisha. Kolshikin Lafizad, that it's not taking it out of the Kalav Re'eyu, in the parish of Nezikin. So that conclusion of the Menchaz Chenoch, that it'll still be considered Re'eyu, it's still considered Mamen Bailem, that's very much supported by the Rashi and Hulin. But what's Taka the Pshat? After all, Maishna Mechira, Maishna Kedushin, the Nitziv and the Merim Sada on that Gemara and Hulin, calls this Rashi a Tamiyanis Gava, and he uses a poetic Lushan. He says that all of the Muflagi HaYeshiva in Velazhin had this Tamiyanis Gava ringing in their ears, he said, after his shear. And everyone tried to say a Pshat, and no one was able to say. And then he said, he came the next day, and he said a Pshat, but the Pshat that the Nitziv says over there, I'm just going to allude to Bekitzer, he says is based on the idea that although you can't be Mekadosh B'milveh, but you can be Mekadosh B'hanoas milveh. So sometimes, even if something isn't really considered a mining to be Mekadosh Anisha with it, but the Hanoah that comes from having it could be considered something separate from the Mamun itself. And that's why Rashi holds that you can be Mekadosh Anisha with the Bechar, even though you don't have any bindless on the Bechar, but the Hanoah that one has from having the Bechar, even though it's without bindless, is a hanav with which you can make a Avad, if you would go in that direction, then it would not be helpful for our sugya because then it wouldn't be saying that it should be bechal re'eul in nezikin. But as the Nitziv himself says, that it's taka a big doichik to learn that way. The pashtas of, of Rashi is that he's saying that you can make a because you do have bailas, consider mamim bailim. But like he says, it's to me in this gava, how could you be mazbir the chiluk between stama machira and kadusha isha? And lulu Mistafina, I would be ma'ira that. Perhaps a, a kaponim, uh, an approach, a, a possible avenue of approaching this is that when we say, like we said that the Mechazchinach in his first paragraph, he says that the din that you can't sell it, it doesn't mean to be a reflection on a lack of bailas, but it's stomach there as a kosov. So what's pshat in that? What do we make of a stomach there as a kosov? That even though you could sell it, I'm sorry, even though it is yours, you're considered the Bailam, but nevertheless, you can't sell it. Why shouldn't I be able to sell it if it's mine? So I would say that Dugmuladavar, we find a halacha like this. I don't mean to say that it's the same lamdas. This other halacha may very well not be a Dindai Raisa. But just as a Dugmuladavar, we know that there's a halacha that you can't sell a Sefer Torah. But nobody suggests that that's because of the Chesar Mbailas. If I buy a Sefer Torah, the Sefer Torah is mine. But I can't sell a Sefer Torah. Why can't I sell a Sefer Torah? It's a zilzil in the Kavod, in the Kedusha of a Sefer Torah. The Gemara Megillah, the Halacha Mal Mekodesh Ve'en Meridin, which incidentally may even be a Din Raisa. Some learn it out. There's a, a, a Makar, based on Rashi in Megillah, says that it's learned from Psukim and Parshas Pekudei. It's a Shailu, whether that's Mentazan Asmachta, or it's a Din Raisa. But Akapanam Rashi in the Mishnah, at the beginning of the fourth paragraph of Megillah, Brings down such a drasha as the idea of Malam Akadish the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah demands that we treat it with a special Kedusha, and it's a zilzal in that Kedusha to go and sell it for ordinary things. Maybe the halacha of the Torah says that the Meister Behema, even though it's 100% yours, but you can't sell it, 
The pshat is because to go and exchange it for ordinary things, for mundane things, that's something similar to the din of Mayridin, Ein Mayridin Bekaidesh, that it's a zilzul in the Kedusha of the Maiser Bahami, even though, of course, one might have said a similar thing about all Kachim Kalim. Nevertheless, for that, for some reason, the Torah made exerts a cause. By other Kachim Kalim, the Torah wasn't makbed on that, but by Maiser Bahami, the Torah was makbed. The reason for that, I don't know. But the Gedder of the Halacha, where the Torah says that you can't sell it, even though, like the Mechazchenech says, it's not because it, you don't own it, so the Pshat would be because that's a Yerid in its Kedusha, it's a Zilzal in its Kedusha. If that's true, so maybe that's only when you're selling it for mundane things, for Dvarim Chulin, that you're not allowed to do. But what about if you're exchanging it for something else which is similar to itself, which is also has a Chalais Kedusha similar to the Hektesh? I'm referring, of course, to the Gemara in Kedushin Dav Beis that says that the reason why we call Kedusha Isha Kedushin is because the husband is Asr la Akuli Alma Kehektesh. The Kedushin of an Isha is something similar to Hektesh. And do you think that's just, that that's just a Malitz of Alma when you learn Dav Beis in Kedushin? You might very well think that's just a Malitz of Alma. It's not really Hektesh. What Shaykh does it have to Hektesh? But everybody remembers the famous taste on Dav Zayin, where the Gemara says on Dav Zayin that if a person is Makadesh a Chatsi Isha, the Gemara asks a Kasha of a Nifshet to Kedushin Makula. Why isn't the Kedushin Nispashet when you're Makadesh a Chatsi Isha and it should be Nispashet to, to overtake the other half also, just like we find by Ha'imer Ragla Shal Zoy Oila? someone is Makadish, a small chilek of an animal, there's a halacha of his pastures. So too, the Gemara wanted in the Havamina that if one was Makadish, a chatzayisha, there should be a din of his pastures. And Taisus and Nibramatzchov and Nifshatu Kedusha Bikula, Taisus is Matama, but what do you mean with the din of his pastures was never said Misvara? The Gemara in Timur learns it out from Gezeris HaKosov. It's a special Gezeris HaKosov by Hektish. Mehechet Taisus that the Gemara should sell it to Kedushin. And Taisus answers that since Kedamar Beresh Pirkin, the Asala Kuliamaka Hektish, since the Gemara at the beginning of Kedushin says that Kedushin is also making her like Hektish, Sha'adam Isa Isa Kehektish, that the husband is making his wife like hektish when he's makadishar. Lefikach yeshliyaz dina kehektish. Therefore, the Gemara thinks that her din should be the same as the din of hektish. And therefore, if there's exerts a cause of his pastus by hektish, so too there should be a din of his pastus by kedushin. Based on that idea of Taisus, maybe the Rashi and Chul and Kuflam and Zayin was assuming. That if the only reason why the Torah says that you can't sell a Maisa Behema is because it's like a Yerid in its Kedusha, that it should be sold for mundane purposes, for things that aren't hectish, but maybe for Kedusha Yisha, which is also hectish, it's, it's a form of hectish, Yesh Lalia is Dina Kehektish, like Taisa says, so that wouldn't have that concern of being a Yerid in its Kedusha. And since we know there's no concern in the Bailas, like the Mechaschinach said, it's not that you can't sell it because you're not going to look you're considered in Gansan, it's mum and bailim, it's bachal it's just exeris kasev that you can't sell it. So what does that mean, just exeris kasev? It means that it's a zilzal and it's kedusha to sell it. If it's also zilzal and kedusha, so therefore for kedusha isha, it should help. Next, I want to talk about the Gemara, which begins 15 lines from the bottom of Yud Gimel Amar Aleph. It says, Amr of Abba Shlomim Shehiziku, Goyvim Yibisaran Ve'ini Goyvim Me'imurehen. Rabbi Abba comes to teach us the rules for how you collect the Nazikin after a Shlomim Armazik, and he tells us which things you could collect from and which things you can't collect from. And without even paying attention to the details of which things he says you could and which things he says you can't, let's just note 
that Rav Abba says this halacha, that there are certain parts of the Shlomim that you could collect from and certain parts that you cannot collect from, and then look at the Gemara at the top of Amud Beis on the second line, where there's a very similar statement, and it says, Amar Rava, Toida Shehizika, Again, he comes to tell us when a carbon toyta is mazik, from what could you be goyve and from what can't you be goyve. And wait, stop, I have a kasha. On both of these statements, why are they coming to tell us which things you could collect from and which things you can't collect from? Before you tell me the details of what you could collect from and what you can't collect from, tell me why are you collecting at all? This carbon shlum, this carbon toyta, it's kudshim that was mazik. The parashim the Zikin says re'ehu. Why is there any din of tashlumen in these cases where a shlum or a toyda are mazik? So, of course, you'll answer me. Well, that's what we said earlier in the shir, that there's a difference between kachim, kachim and kachim kalim. And toyda and shlum are both examples of kachim kalim. And therefore, they are b'chal re'ehu. And therefore, they're chayiv and tashlumen. That l'chayre is the simple answer to my question. But... If you take a look at the Gemara two lines earlier than where we began just now on Amar Aleph, 17 lines from the bottom, it says, And those words of Rava are going back on a diuk that the Gemara had made back on Dafyud Beis and Beis. We're not learning Dafyud Beis now. I don't want to go over the whole diuk, but essentially, the Gemara and Dafyud Beis had made a diuk from the Mishnah that showed that the Mishnah is following Rabbi Yisrael Shita. And Ravi here on Daphne Gimel is coming to say that there's no basis for that diuk. It's not a correct diuk. Which means that Ravi is really coming to say that the Mishnah is not going like Rabbi Yisrael The Mishnah is following the Shita of the Chachamim, that all Kachim are considered Mamun Gavaya. Even Kachim Kalim are considered Mamun Gavaya. Ravi says that, 17 lines from the bottom, and then right after that, well, the first statement about Shlomim we have as Rab Abba, but if you take a look in the rush, the rush was Gavit's Rava over there also, Amar Rava Shlomim Shehiziku, and then on the top of Amar Beis, everyone is Gavit's Rava, Amar Rava Toide Shehizika, and we just said that those two statements make sense according to Rabbi Yisai but it's Rava talking, and Rava himself says that the mission is not going like Rabbi Yisai So Taisis is Nisayur to this, Taisis on the top of Yigil Amar Beis, Says Afal Gav the Rav Mefarish Masnisin didn't meila v'lo Uki Masnisin Kar Beisayglili. Even though according to Rav himself the mission is not going like a Beisayglili, Al Karka Chacham May really a Beisayglili. Zok Taisvus Rav is going like the Shita of a Beisayglili. These two memories are following the Shita of a Beisayglili, even though Rav personally doesn't hold that the Mishnah goes that way. Taisus is not explicit that Rava holds that we don't paskin that way. And Ayin Shem in the Rush, the Rush has a dis- discussion based on this. Complication in the Shakavatari of the Gemara, which is the right way to paskin? Should the halacha be like the Chavim or should the halacha be like Rabbi Glili? But if we take a look in the Rambam, we already mentioned that the Rambam at the beginning of Parakhes does differentiate, in this came on, the Rambam does differentiate between Kachim Kalam versus Kachay Kachim. Kachay Kachim, Anak Bachari Ehu, don't have a din in the Zikin. Kachim Kalam, do have a din in the Zikin. And then he brings down these two memories of Rava with the details of what you collect from by Shlomo Mishihiziku, by Toyda Shihizika, because he's assuming that Kachim Kalam, do have a din of Ehu, and do have a Chiv in the Zikin. So the Rambam and Hilchas Nizke Mamoin sounds very much like he paskins like a Beisei the problem is that the kashla all the Achayim talk about, that that's what the Rambam says when he's learning the sugya of Nezikin. But when the Rambam was learning the Kachim part of the sugya, 
Dahainu, if you take a look in the Rambam in Hilkas Me'ila Perik Dal Halacha Ches, the Rambam over there is talking about whether one has the ability to sell a carbon. And he says, Hamoicher Oilasai Oi Shlamav, if someone sells his Oila, which is Kachi Kachim, or his Shlamim, which is Kachim Kalim, Loi Asa Veloi Klum. The Mechir is not Chal, one does not have the Kayach to sell, not Kachi Kachim, and not Kachim Kalim. Even not Kachim Kalim. Now, according to Rabbi Yisrael that Kachim Kalim, Amam and Bailam, one could sell Kachim Kalim. This Nafkamini between Rabbi Yisrael and the Chalim is most mafurish in the Gemara and Pesachim and Aftzadi, where the Gemara says, Pfeirish, that according to Rabbi Yisrael one could sell his Kachim Kalim. So if the Rambam Paskins, that even a Shlomim, which is Kachim Kalim, Hamaycha, Oylasay, Oy Shlomav, Loy Asav, Loy Klum, Stach Mefurish, that the Rambam is Paskins, like the Chachomim, that Kachim Kalim, Armam and Gavaya, just like Kachi Kachim. So there's a steer then between the Rambam and Hilchas Nizke Mamun and the Rambam and Hilchas Temura. Here in Nizke Mamun, the Rambam passes that there is a din of Nizikin on Kachim Kalim, but Pashtus because he holds like Rabbi Yisya Galili that Kachim Kalim are Mamun Bailim. But in Hilchas Temura, the Rambam passes like the Chachamim that Kachim Kalim are Mamun Gavaya. So when you have a steer like this, so before you know what any of the Terutzim are, you know right away that there are two directions, two possible avenues that one could take. Either you could say that La'ilam, the Rambam Paskins, really like Rebesi Aglili, like Kachim Kalam, Amamim Bailim, I, the Rambam and Hilchas Temura, that has to be explained differently, that, has to, that needs a Teretz. Or you could say that La'ilam, the Rambam holds, he Paskins like the Chachamim, that Kachim Kalam, Amamim Gavoya, I, the Rambam and Hilchas Nizke, Amamim, oh, that Rambam will need a Teretz. And there's a machlaikis between the Ksais HaChoshin and most of the later Achreinim about which is the correct path to take over here. The Ksais HaChoshin and Simen Tov Vav, Ois Aleph, the Ksais HaChoshin assumes that the Iker is like the Mashmos of the Rambam here in Hilchas Nizke Mamein. The Rambam really passes like a Reis Glili. And the Kash is, so how come over there in Hilchas Temur he says that HaMoich HaShlom HaVleyasav HaLeklom Zok the Ksais HaChoshin. That when we talk about selling a Karban, there are really two parts to that. It means selling it to somebody else, meaning that that person should have this chus to eat the basar. That chilek, which goes to the bailem, he should play the role of the bailem and eat the basar. And then there's something else that we could be talking about. When we talk about selling a carbon, we could mean that I'm selling it to him, that it could be oilel l'shem chayvasai, that he could be miskaper with that carbon. Zaktik says achayshen, even though the Gemara in Pesachim and Afsadi says that according to Rabbi Yisrael, one could sell a karban, a kashim kalim, a karban shlamim, that only means le'inyan that the koine should eat the basar. But le'inyan that the karban should be called his karban, the koine of the lekeach, the new owner, it should be called his karban, he should be miskaper by. For that, nothing doing. There's no such thing as selling a karban le'inyan that the lekeach should be miskaper by. Like the Ksay says, just like you can't change a carbon that you were makdish, you can't change it from a shlamim to an oila, so too, after you were makdish an animal, you can't change it from shlamim shel ruvein to shlamim shel shimen. When you're makdish an animal, and it gets a chalais shlamim shel ruvein, that's the chalais haktasha. And any kind of a change, whether you're changing it from shlamim to oila, or whether you're changing it from ruvein to shimen, that's a change in the chalais haktasha. You can't do that. Even though you are bailim and you could sell it, you could make Shimon the owner of the Shlomim Shalruvein. 
It's still Shlomim Shal Ruvain. Who's Miskaper boy? For whom is it Oymel Hashem Chayvet? That's going to be Ruvain. But you could sell it to Shimon. Le'ini, that was the Torah says that certain parts of the animal are allowed to be eaten by the Bailem. So Shimon bought those rice. He'll be able to eat the meat. Zaktik says, that's the only kind of mechir that Rabbi Yisrael allowed. When the Gemara Mpsachim says that according to Rabbi Yisrael you could sell it, it means Le'ini that the Lakeach could eat the Basar. So when the Rambam in Hilchas Tamura says, that Hamaycha or Yilasei Eishlam of Loi Asava Loi Klum. Over there, the Rama means Lein Sheyis Kaberboi Halakayach. That it should become Shlomim Shel Shimon. That the Rama is saying Loi Asava Loi Klum. You can't do that, and that's true even according to your basic Lili. But Mele, the Rama over there stems with what he says over here that Kachim Kalim are considered Bechalrei Ehu, and there's a din of Nezikin on Kachim Kalim because the Rama passes like a basic Lili. But nevertheless, Lein Sheyis Kaberboi Halakayach. The Rama says Hamaycha or Yilasei Eishlam of Loi Asava Loi Klum. That's the Mahalach of the Ksais again, the Ksais is in some tough Vav Ois Aleph. But like I mentioned, many of the later Achorinim hold that the correct direction to go is the other way around. The, the, the Achorinim Amma'erer, that if the Ramah really passed like a Vesi Aglili, then you'd think that the Iker place where that Halacha should be brought down is in Halacha Shvuas. We're talking about Hilchas Nizki Maman and Hilchas Tamura, the Nizikin aspect of the Suya and the Kachim aspect of the Suya. But the MS is that where Rabbi Yisrael literally said his Iker Memra that Kachim Kalim is Maman Bailim, he said that Legabi the Halach of Korban Shvua, where the Torah says Umala Mal Bashem, and Rabbi Yisrael literally darshans from the word Bashem, Bashem indicates that it's Kachim, that there's even a kind of Kachim on which there would be a Chi of Korban Shvua. And what kind of kachim is that? That's kachim kalim. And based on that, Rabbi Yisrael said that kachim kalim is considered mamim bailim. So the ikr nafkamina of Rabbi Yisrael's chiddush that kachim kalim is mamim bailim is that there's a chiv carbon shvua on it. And yet, if you look at the Rambam and Hilchas Shvuas, the Rambam says that there is no carbon shvua on kachim, and he's not mechalik between kachim kachim and kachim kalim. If the Rambam really passed on like Rabbi Yisrael, so if there's one place where we should find it, it should be over there in Hilchas Shvuas. So therefore, many of the later Achayim say that La'ilam the Ikr Pshan and the Rambam is that he paskins like the Chachamim, like the Mashmous of Rava in our Gemara. Rava, not 15 lines from the bottom where Rav Abba or Rava talks about how you're grave from Hashlam Shaziku, but two lines before that, 17 lines from the bottom, where Rava says, He comes to reject the Diuk of the Gemara and Dafid Beis that made the Mishnah come like Ravesi Aglili. Rav came to be saying, no, the Mishnah is really like the Chachamim. So that's a Makar that La'ilum, the Iker Halacha should be like the Chachamim. And that's the way the Raman Paskins. And that's why in Hilchas Temura you'll find that Hamaycha Yilasei Shlom of Le'asaf Klum. It means in Gansan Le'asaf Klum. Because you're not a Bailam on your Karbanos. It's all considered Maman Gavaya and no one has any Kayach to sell his Karban. Aye, but then the cash is, of course, if you, pass, if you, if you say that the Iker is like what the Rambam says in Hilchas Tamura, so then you need a terrace for the Rambam in Hilchas Nizki Mamay. Why does the Rambam over here say that Kachim Kalam is considered Bechal Re'eyu and will be considered in the parish of Nizikin? I, the Rambam, passing like the Chachamim, that all Kachim are considered Mamayin Gavaya. So many Achreinim talk about this, but if we take a look in the Stipler and Simon Yud Gimel is what I want to say over. The Stipler says that the answer could be found in the Toysvis on Afnun Vav. Take a look at the top taste and Afnun Vav Amid Beis. Taste over there is going on that which it says in the Gemara 
that if listim take away a shur from the bailim, and then the shur goes out and is mazik, the listim are going to be chayav. And Tesis wonders, from where did that halacha come from? The listim are not the bailim on the shur. The Torah says that the bala shur should be chayav. The listim that stole the shur, they're not the real owners. Where does their chayav come from? And Tesis over there writes, V'yishloimer de svaruhu, the gazlan nechnas tachas abaylim, since the owners, they were the ones that were supposed to be watching it. The listim went and took it away from the owners. So now they're the ones that are supposed to be watching it. The Bailam can't watch it anymore. It was stolen from them. So now, So now, whose job is it to watch it? It's the Gazlan's job. Here's the key line. Who's called the Bailam? Whoever has the Kayak to watch it. Whoever has Biyadu to watch it. That's the person that's considered the Bailam. Even if you hold that Kachim Kalam Amamin Gavaya, but Avada, the person that was Makdashit and is going to bring it to the base of Mikdash and offer it as a Karban, calls man that it hasn't come to the base of Mikdash. He's supposed to be watching over the shar. He's responsible for the shar. It's his job to make sure that the shar is not running around wild. Who, who else is going to, even if he's not the Bailam, but he has certain interests in the shar. He's the one that's going to be miscapper by. He's the one, in the case of Kachim Kalam, that's going to get to eat from the buster of this shar. So therefore, just like a goslin is the Misha B'yodri L'Shemra, so too the person that was Maktish the Behema, that's the Misha B'yodri L'Shemra. And that's enough to be chayef and ezikin. So enachanami, it's not mumming bailim. We pass like the chachamim. It's mumming gavaya. But le'inyin ezikin, you don't need that it should really be mamaynoi. All you need is that he's the one that's the misha biyadu l'shemra, and therefore, even according to the chachamim, that's enough to be mechayev a person for the tashlumin in the ezikin of the animal that he was makdish. Let's take a look at the Gemara on Amid Beis. And the Gemara is explaining that which the Mishnah said, the second Peshat that the Gemara gives, that the Mishnah is coming to teach us that there's no Chi of Nezikin by Nechse Hefker. And the Gemara explains that it's referring to a case of Nagach Tura de Hefker, the Tura Didan, that someone's Shur is gored by a Shur Shal Hefker. And the Mishnah is teaching us that in that case there's no Chi and the Gemara says, but what do you mean? If he wants to take the shar, he could take it. After all, it's hefkar. And the Gemara answers, kadam In the meanwhile, someone else came and took it. And that the mission is teaching us, and he doesn't have the kayak to go take it away from the person that was kadam v'zachabai. And the shayla is, what could possibly be pshat in such a havamina? That he should have first rights, as if someone owes this shar to him. Who should owe it to him? How could there be a chiv tashlumen if there's no one that's being mishalim? Ordinarily, when we say that somebody is chayiv for nizikin, that the nizik is entitled to take it, it's because there's a mazik. The mazik is chayiv, and the nizik takes it from the mazik. Over here, there was a havamina that the nizik is zeicha in the shur that was mazik, even though the shur belonged to hefker. Who are we being mishalim? Rabbi Chaim says that from this gemara, there's a makar to a gavaldig a in the din in the parish of shur tam. 
We know that a short time is mishtalim migufoi. Zakhtar Chaim, what that means is that the Shibud of a short time works differently than every other Shibud in the Torah. Every other Shibud in the Torah, the Gemara Mavavasra describes it as Nixid Inush Inun Arvin Bey. That a person's property is an arave for him. That means that the Shibud is really Chal first primarily upon the Gavra. And as a result, as a, as a consequence of the Shibud on the Gavra, his Nechassim also become Achorei. One can collect from the Nechassim because they belong to the person who owes him the money. But it starts with the person, Zakhtar Chaim. But the Shibud of Asher Tam is not like that. It's not that the, the person who was supposed to be watching it, the Baal Hashar is Chayiv, and then you get to take the Shur because this is the Nechassim of the Baal Hashar. The Shibud is Chal Zakhtar Chaim on the Chefza. You collect the, the, the Chatzinezek from the Shur because this is the Shur that was Mazak you. Not because he belongs to his owner and that it's the Chayiv of the Baal Hashar which you're collecting on when you take away his shar. The shar itself has a shibud that's chal on the chafs, and it's perfectly mistaber, that even a shar shal hefker should have such a din. And that's why one could have a havamina, that if a shar shal hefker is mazik my shar, I'm zeich in that shar, I have a shibud on that shar, even though there's no one that owes it to me. But there's a shiba that's chal on the chafs, and then if that was true, then even if it was kadam mezacha by acher, I'd be able to take it away from him because he's taking away a shur that I was really zeicha in first. And even though the Maisa, our Mishnah says that the din is not like that, the Mishnah says, they know there's only a chiv if there is a bailam to the shur. There is no chiv if there's no bailam to the shur. But that's not coming to change the etzim lomdus of the shibud. That which we were dying from the Havamina, that the shibud is chal on the chafza, unlike an ordinary shibud which is chal on the gavra, that's all true. But there's a tznai. That the Shibur is only chal, the chi of Nazikin is only present on on animals that have a bailam. If the animal has no bailam, then there's no parash of Nazikin. But where the animal does have a bailam, so it's in the parash of Nazikin, then the lumdus of the parasha is what we saw in the Havamina, that the Shibur is chal on the chafza. Zukhtub Chayim, you see this also elsewhere in our Masechta. There's a halacha that if somebody gave his shur over to a shamer, the shamer is nichnas tachas ha'baylam. The shamer becomes chayyah for all the nizikin. However, if the shur is a shur tam, then the nizik collects megufay. Like every time a shur tam is mazik, the nizik collects megufay. If the shur was in a base ha'shamer, also the nizik collects megufay. But l'chayr is a very strange halacha now. Because we're saying that as far as... Which individual person is Chayev? That's the Shemer, not the Bailam. The Bailam was off the hook. But what does the Nizik take? The Nizik takes the Shur. Whose Shur is he taking? He's taking the Bailam a Shur. Who's getting punished when he takes away this Shur? It doesn't hurt the Shemer. It hurts the Bailam. He's taking away the Bailam a Shur. Now, in the Chanami, there's a din afterwards that the Bailam could then go get re- reimbursed by the shamer, he could say, you were supposed to be watching this shar. Then the shar went and was mazik, and as a result of that, I lost the shar because the nizik came and took it away from me, so now you have to pay me back. But that all happens later. The tashlumen that the nizik gets is from the gufa shar, even though the gufa shar doesn't belong to the same person that's responsible. Which person is chayiv in the tashlumen here? The shamer, not the bailam. But when the nizik takes the gufa shar, he's taking from the bailam, not the shamer. Zogtub chayim, nochamol, you see the zalbazach. That when he takes the gufa shar, it's not because he has a shibud on any gavra, and he's taking this because of whom it belongs to. His shibud is directly on the chefza. 
He's taking the gufa shur because the gufa shur owes a tashlumen to the to the nizek. The the gufa shur is meshubed be'atzmai to the nizek. Who's going to be suffering as a result of this collection? That's not the nizek's problem. He, true, he has no claims against the Bailam personally. His only claims against Agavra are only against the Shamer. But he doesn't have to worry about that. Because when he takes the Gufashar, it's not because of who owes it to him, but it's because the Chefz itself is owed to him. And a third place where we see this, and this is a very Gishmaka Makar, because over here it's Takam Afurish and Rishayim. There's a Gemara and Daflam Gimlam that goes on to the top of Daflam Dalaram and Aleph, where it talks about a case. Where a shirt time is mazik, let's say a shirt time that belonged to Ruvain, is mazik a shirt of Shimon. So Shimon is now supposed to take away that shirt. In the meanwhile, some other balchiv of Ruvain, Ruvain owed money to Levi because he borrowed once from him. Levi comes along and he takes away this shirt of Ruvain's as a collection of his debt. The Brysa says that Shimon, the Nizik, could be might see the shur from the other balichayvays. Shimon could then go take it away from Levi, in other words. And the Gemara on the top of the Flamadal and Aleph comes to be Mazbir, why this is true. The Hezbir is not really in the words of the Gemara. The words of the Gemara, it's very hard to make sense out of what the, what the Gemara means to be saying. But if you take a look in the Tosis, Rabbeinu Peretz, there on the top of the Flamadal and Aleph, Tosis Rabbeinu Peretz says, that the reason why the Nizik could be might see the Shur from the other Balchayiv is because his Shibud on the Shur is a different kind of a Shibud. The Lashon of Rabbeinu Peretz is that whereas the Shibud of the other Balchayiv is Ba Machmas Habaylem, the Shibud, however, of the Nizik is Machmas Guf Hashar. Mamish what Rab Chaim calls a Din in the Gavra versus a Din in the Chefza. The Shibud of ordinary Bali Chayiv is Bam Machmas that means it's in the Gavra. It's because Ruvain owed money to Levi. That's why Levi is allowed to take away his things. Levi is allowed to take away his Shar. But that which Shimon has as a to take it is Machmas Gufa Shar. It's not because Ruvain owes him money. It's because this Shar was Mazakim, so he's taking away this Shar. So that Gemara, as well as the Gemara about Shemer, are both indicating that the Shibud. By a short time, this Mishnah Migufoy is in the Chefza, not just in the Gavra. And Zakhtar B'chaim, that's Taka the Pshat in the Havamin in this Gemara as well. The Gemara, Amr Beis, gives a case of Nagach V'achach Ravina tells us that the mission is coming to teach us that Nagach V'achach is Potter. And the Ksaysa Choshin is the Kasha, the shame his brother, Rabbi Yehud HaKoyin, the Truma Sakri. The Kasha is that the Gemara and Sadi Amr Beis, Brings a bracer that talks about a shur that goes on a rampage and kills a fellow shur and also kills a man. He was heinous and he was his. And the bracer discusses which job, which dintayur should the base undertake first. And the bracer says that really they should take care of the dinah mumminus first and then the dinah nefashas, but frakti gemara kasha, that really it shouldn't matter which one they do first, whichever one they do first. They could even do the dinah nefashas first, done him for killing the person. And then they could, want, they could go on and do the Dine Mamanis. The Gemara gives it an answer for why the Bryce has said what it said, but essentially the Gemara accepts the premise of the Kasha that even if they would done the Dine Nefashis first, they'd still be able to go ahead and done afterwards the Dine Mamanis. And Frek the Truma Sakri, if they would done the Dine Nefashis first 
and passing that the shur is chayav misa, that's called a shur haniskal, and a shur haniskal is asr bahana. It's on the list in the Mishnah in Kedushin Dafnin Vav of all of the Isuri Hana, shur haniskal is there on the list. So if they would done the Deen and Nefashis first, the shur would become a shur haniskal. How could they then go and dan on the Deen Mominus of the Maisa Hezek that he did, where he was Negeich fellow Shur? It's like the case of our Gemara of Nogach Vachachav Hifkir. Because once something becomes Asr Bahana, the Bailus goes off, they're not a Bailam anymore, and it becomes like Hefkar. Now, the way the Ksayshin asks the Kasha, really the Kasha is Neschalik. He really has two Kaychis behind the Kasha. One is the way that I just said it over, that once there's a Gemara Din on the Shur that he's Chayiv Misa, so it becomes a Shur Niskel and Asr Bahana, and it automatically becomes Hefkar. And really what the Chumasek Kri emphasized in his Kasha is a different aspect, that the Gemara increases Daf Chaf Dalid indicates that when a Shur becomes a Shur Niskal, the Bailam are Mafkiret. And the Ksais takes on both of these Ha'aris in his Teretz. So again, the, the, essentially the Kasha is that if our Gemara says, Hifkir is Potter. So how could the Gemara over there say that even after it becomes a Shur Niskal, we could still don him for the Nezikin? We could still don the Shur for the Nezikin. I, after it becomes a Shur Niskal, it's Hefkir. But why it's Hefker is really for two reasons. First of all, because the Gemara increases his mashma that once it becomes Asr Bahana, the person is Mafkirit. And secondly, because if it's Asr Bahana, it Mimela doesn't have Bailas, like we find in many places in Shasla, Mashal, the Gemara, in Psacham and Davzayan, that says that you can't be Mavatal your Chavitz anymore once it becomes Asr Bahana, because it's Eine Bershusai. Gemaras like that are in, indicative of the fact that there's no Bailas on Isuria Hana. It should be like Nagach so the Ksais over there writes, in response to his brother's kasha, that really what his brother thought that he saw in the Gemara and Krisos is not correct. The idea that a person is automatically mafkirit when it becomes a shar niskal, he says that's not true, the Gemara over there is a special case, ve'in kan wakam laharach. But that which we were asking that it should be a, a hafkir automatically, because a suri like the Gemara and Psachim says, that one has no bailas on a suri zak the Ksais, that that's really a myth. That which everyone nems on, everyone assumes that there's no such thing as Bailas on Isuria. No, that's really not true. He brings a Makar from the, the Ritva in Mesachas Sukkah, Parakul of Hagazal. He calls it the Rashba. It's really the Ritva in Sukkah that for many years was printed as the Chedusha Harashba, but we, ne- but we now have that as the Chedusha Haritva the, on the Mishnah on Daflam and Hay. Where the Mishnah says that an Esreg Shel Erla is Pasal, the Ritva brings down that the Ravid had learned that the Pshad is because it's in a Shaloi, because like we were saying, that Isuria Hana, there's no Bailas on Isuria Hana, and the Ritva says that that's not at all true. Even though it's Asr Bahana, but that doesn't mean someone else is allowed to take it away from him. Avada, if someone else would take it away from him, he'd be over on the Isser Gezel. He may not have any Chiyav Tashlumin because it has no Shavius, but there's an Isser Gezel. So in that Ritva, it says Befevish that there is Bailas on Isuria Hana. I, why is the Esrik Pasal? Ayin Sham Ve'inkam Makam Laharach. The Ritva has a different reason why the Esrik Shal Erla is Pasal. But I'll call upon him, the Ritva states emphatically that there is such a thing as Bailas on Isuria Hana. And the Ksais brings that there's also a Rivash. The Rivash in his Chuvas Simon Tuf Aleph bring, says that there is 
Zechia on Yisraelna from that which the Gemara in Avodah says that it's impossible for Yisrael to be mavatol the Avodah Zarah of a good because Michiag behinavakbe once he picked it up he zeichen it and now it becomes an Avodah Zarah shel Yisrael. There's only bittol on Avodah Zarah shel Akum. Avodah Zarah shel Yisrael. There's no bittol and if the Yid picks it up and wants to be mavatol Michiag behinavak Michiag behizachabe. Is the lashon of the Gemara. So the Rivash says that if the Gemara says that once he picks it up, he's zeich in it, that means that there's, it becomes his, he's kind it, that means there's bailas on Yisraeliana. I see from the Ritvan Sukkah, I see from the Rivash and Shuvat Tuf Aleph, that there is bailas on Yisraeliana. I, that which it said, we called it a, a well known thing from many Gemaras. And for example, the Gemara in Psachim Dav Zayin, that you can't be mavatal your chametz after the Shasa Isra comes because it's. And it's any Rishus Seishal Adam Zak the Ksais. If you read that Gemara carefully, the Gemara doesn't say it's in a Shalai. The Gemara says it's in a Birshusai. And remember the Gemara Mavakama Dafsamach Zayin where Rabbi Yechanan says that there are two aspects to Bailas. Rabbi Yechanan says, Gazavol in a Seishu Habailam Shnehem in Yechemel Hakdishai. Zelafish in a Shalai. Vizelafi Shani Vishusai. Rabbi Yechanan is being mechadish that there's two aspects, two parts to the Bailas, the actual ownership and the control over it. And in order to be makne achefetz, or to be makdeshit, or to be meicherit, or to be mafkirit, you need to have both. And if you're missing either the ownership or the control, you're not able to make kinyanam on it. So, what is true about Yisrael Again, we brought Rayas that really there is Bailas on Yisrael The Shaloi you have. But what is true about Yisrael is that there's no Bershusai. It's considered like something that was stolen from you because since you lost the right to use it, so it's like something that was stolen from you that you may own it, but you don't have control over it. It's considered Shaloi ve'ine Bershusai. So Zak Tiksais, it's a myth what people think that there's no Bailas on Yisrael Bailas there is, but what there isn't is the Bershusai. Mela, you can't ask Akasha that you, you should be potter like Nogach Vachach Hifkir. The fact that the Shur was Nigmardina Lisakil and now it's a Shur and Niskal and it's Asbahana doesn't make it like Hifkir. It doesn't take off the Bailus. It's still Shalai. It's just Aini Bershusai. And therefore, you can still be Chayiv on the Nazikin. Adkan Divri Haksais. But there's something very surprising about the Ksais Achashan and Simon Tafav Sifkat and Beis. Because in the Sefer Avni Meluim, which is by the same author, in the Avni Meluim, on Ebene Ezer, Simon, Chaf, Ches, Sif, Katan, Nun, Vav, the Ksay Sechayshin over there takes up the same Chakira. Is there Bailas on Yisraeli or not? Do we say that Yisraeli go out of your ownership altogether or do we say that it's Shaloi but merely Eini Birshu? Say that same vert that the Ksay says over here, he mentions over there in the Avni Mulum also, but whereas over here in the Ksay Sechayshin, He's presented as if there's a wrong side and a right side. There's a myth that people think that there's no bailas on Yisrael no. And really, Zaktik says there is bailas. It's just any Bershusai. But the way he says it in the Avni Minuim is that it's a machlekes Rishenim. That's true, there are many Rishenim that hold that there is no bailas on Yisrael no. But according to other Rishenim, there is bailas on Yisrael no. As we mentioned already, although the Ksais doesn't bring this down, but we mentioned already that the Ritva in Sukkah, that the Ksais here in Tafvav quotes as saying that there is Bailasani Surayana, but that Ritva is coming Lahaitz Midivri Haraivid. But the Shitas Haraivid is Mefurish, that there's no Bailasani Surayana. The Rishen that the Avni Mulum quotes is the Ritva in Kedushin, which is a little bit difficult because the Ritva is appearing on both sides of this Machlaikis. But the Ritva in Kedushin, 
On that which tastes in condition Nafnun Vavitskakasha. That why does the Mishnah over there say that you can't be Mikadesh really Suriana? I, good, it, does, it doesn't have, you, you think that you can't be Mikadesh with Yisri Hainah because it doesn't have any Shavias, but I, but the Gemara says that you could be Nene from Yisri Hainah, Shaloi Kedarka, a term only asked that Kedarka, but you can Nene, you could be Nene, Shaloi Kedarka, or for that matter, there are certain Yisri Hainah that after they get burnt up, the Isra goes off, and you could be Nene from the Eifer. So there are ways to derive of Shavaputa worth of Hainah, with Isuri So Taisus over there asks Akasha, why is the Kedushan not Chal? And Taisus gives Terutzim with making Ukimtis on the mission and sort of Deichik Terutzim. But the Ritvo over there comes along and says, you don't have to answer those Kashas. The reason why the Kedushan are not Chal with Isuri is not because it's not a Shavaputa. The reason why the Kedushan are not Chal is because there's no Bailas on Isuri It's not considered his. Good, you're allowed to be Nana from the Afer, but the Afer is not his Afer that he's being Nana from. So the Ritva over there seems to be saying that there is no Bailas on Yisri Hanav. So there seems certainly to be a Machleik as we him on the subject. And again, it's surprising that the Ksaysa Chayshin seems to take one side of the debate, whereas in the Avni Malum, he presents both sides. But I'll call upon him, if it does seem clear that there are Rishenim on both sides, the Chalapachas, we have the Rivash on one side, and we have the Ravid on the other. There's also, incidentally, a Rashba. In the Durham Daf Mem Zayin, there seems to be machlekes between the Rashba and the Ran over there. If a father is Madir Hana Mibnai, does that son get a Yerusha or not? And the Ran over there says that the son is Yerush, and he says that from there you see that there is Bailas on Yisuri Hana. But the Rashba over there argues and learns that the son is not Yerush, which seems to put the Rashba on the side of the Ravid in Sukkah and the apparent shita of the Ritva in Kedushin, that again, there's no Bailas on And so, now let's come back to our sugya. The Kash of the Chumasakri comes back according to these Rishenim, the Rashba in the Dharam, the Ravid in Sukkah, the Ritva in Kedushin, who seem to hold that there is no Bailas on the Gemara and Aftzadi, that says that if they done the Dinin of Fashis first, they could then go and done the Dinin of Amunis. How could that be? Once they done the Dinin of Fashis first, so the Shur becomes a Shur and Nisqal. Shur and Nisqal is Asur HaNah. Yisuri HaNah have no Bailus. So it's like Nagach V'Achakach Hifkir. It says in our Gemara that Nagach V'Achakach Hifkir is Pater. So how could the Gemara over there say that you could then go and don the, the Dine Mamanis after the Dine Nefashis? So the Chayr, the Kash, the Chumas HaKri appears to be Shver according to these Rishonim. The Ksesa Chayshin gave a Teretz, but it's only good Teretz according to one Shittas Rishonim. According to the other Shittas Rishonim, it appears to be Shver. And if you take a look, in the Gilgian Hashas of Rabbi Akiva Eger, over there on Daft Sadi, Rabbi Akiva Eger asks the same Kasha as the Chumas Akri, and Rabbi Akiva Eger blibes with the Tzarechian Gadol. He has no Teretz at all to the Kasha. Even though the Chayra, the Ksesachayshin, gave such a nice tarot, why didn't Rabbi Kivega give that tarot? But who has Sherdi Barnu? The Ksesachayshin gave a nice tarot, which is true according to half of the Rishenim. But Rabbi Kivega, the Chayra, means to be saying, but the Kashas, the, the, the tarots that the Ksais gave, can only be given according to those Rishenim that hold that there is Bailas on Surya But what about those Rishenim who hold that there is no Bailas on Surya And on that, the conclusion of Rabbi Kivega seems to be Vitzarach Ian Gada. Let's make another point about this. Vert of Ravina that the Mishnah in the Chasam Hamichadim is coming Lemuuti Nagach Vaachachach Hefkir. Ravina's Peshat on the Mishnah is the third of the three Peshatim that the Gemara gives. First, the Gemara said Rav Yehuda said that the Mishnah in the Chasam Hamichadim is coming Lemuuti Zem Rosharche Hizik Zem Rosharche Hizik. Then the Gemara said Bemasnisa Tana that it's coming Lemuuti the case of Nagach 
Tura de Hefker, the Tura de Dun, and then it was Kadam Vezacha by Acher. And then finally, Ravina gives the third Pshat that it's the Maudi Nagach Vakach Hiktish Nagach Vakach Hifkir. But there's something quite different about Ravina's Pshat than the other two, and that is that the Gemara immediately afterwards says, Tanya Namehachi, yes, sir, Akin Amar Rabbi Yehuda. So he brings his Yisoid from a Brisa from the words of a Tana Rabbi Yehuda. But if you take a look at that Brisa as it appears on Daf Mem Dalid, you'll see that Rabbi Yehuda is a Das Yachid. And the Rabbanon argue with Rabbi Yehuda. So what's going on? Is Ravina then coming to Zetzain our Mishnah like a Das Yachid? And Shalai Aliba de Hilchasa? Zot the Rush? No. What Ravina is coming to tell us is that although the Chachamim argue with Rabbi Yehuda on Daf Mem Dalit and say the Nagachachachifgir is still Chayav, but that's only over there on Daf Mem Dalit when they're talking about a Shar Shehemis and they're talking about the Chiyav Skila on the Shar. Over there, Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim argue and the Chachamim hold that Nagachachachifgir is Chayav. But over here, where we're not talking about a Shar Shehemis, and Legabi the Chiv Skiva. We're just talking about a Shoshan Nagach and Legabi the Chiv Tashlumen. Over here, the Chachamim are moida to Rabbi Huda. Over here, everyone agrees that Nagach Rachachachikdish Nagach Rachachachifkir is going to be Pater. Ad Kandivrei Harosh, Zuk Rabbi Kiva Eger, that although that's a nice vert that the Rosh says, but I have a Raya that Rashi argues. And according to Rashi, Ravina's Pshan in the mission is Taka Tezetzai in the Mishnah like a Das Yochid like Rabbi Yehuda, but the Chachamim argue with Rabbi Yehuda in all cases, both by Yashar Shehemis and by Yashar Shonagach. What's the Raya from Rashi? Dr. Riki Vegar, it starts with a Kasha. Because there's a Kasha, there's a steer to our Gemara from the Gemara later on on Daphne Gimel. The Gemara over there is talking about the Machlekes, Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. We don't need to get into those details, but the Gemara gives a case which would be enough kamina between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. And the case is that if after the Nagicha, the Mazik sells the shirt to somebody else, and the Gemara says that according at least to some Tanayim, according to Rabbi Shmuel, the Mechira would be Chal, but it's only Chal Leridya for plowing, meaning that the Lekeach could use it for the meanwhile, and he's allowed to plow with it, and he doesn't have to pay anybody for the use that he got from it. But as soon as the Nizik comes after the Hamad Abedin to take it away, the Lekeach has to give it up and allow the Nizik to take it away because ultimately it goes to the Nizik. The Nizik had a Shibut on it. Factor, Vikivegar, Akasha. Good, the Nizik had a Shibut on it because this Shar was Negeach, his Shar. But then the Bailam went and took the Shar, the Mazik took the Shar and sold it to someone else. So that's not the Gicha Vahamad Abedin, Shavim Ke'achad. If it started out Rishusha Shal Ruvain and then it ended up Rishusha Shal Shimon because Ruvain sold it to Shimon, so you no longer have the din of our sugya that we learned from Bahuad Bival that you needed to be Shavim Ke'achad, so that should potter him. And now the Nizik should never get the Shar, the Mazik should be potter because he sold it to somebody else. That's Rabbi Kivegar's Kasha. To that end for Rabbi Kivegar, that the Teretz is really quite mafurish in the Chadusha Harash, but here in our sugya, that although the Gemara makes a drasha that we learn from Vuhur Bavalov that Shavim it doesn't mean Shavim that it should belong to the same person. It's not coming lafuki if it was sold to a, to a third party. It's only coming lafuki cases of hikdish or hifkir. It's coming lafuki the way Rabbeinu Peretz puts it, cases where the shur went from Rosh Shal to Rosh Shal 
So if it was given into the Rishus of Hefker or into the Rishus of Hektish, that'll take a to you. But if Ruvain sold it to Shimon, so it went from a Rishus Shal Chiv to another Rishus Shal Chiv. In both cases, it belongs to a person. So even though it's a new person and was sold, that's not going to take off the Chiv. That's the so the Rashba and the Taisurin of Paris here in our Sugya say that the din, the, the drush of Shavim Ke'echad is not Lemu'uti if he sold it, it's only Lemu'uti if he was Makdashid or Mafkrit, Mamela the Gemara Nafal Gimel, which is talking about where he sold it, there's no reason why that should patter you. So, according to this, there's no steer whatsoever from our Gemara to the Gemara Nafal Gimel. But the problem is that if you take a look at the Rashi in our Sigya, you'll see that Rashi learns, learns not like the Rashi, not like Tesis Rabbein of Herod's. Take a look at Rashi, that it belongs to the same person. And in the previous Rashi also, you'll see that Rashi writes, so clearly Rashi learns that this din of Shavim Ke'echad is not only La'afuki if it was Hiktish, La'afuki if it was Hifkir, it's also coming La'afuki if it was Meicher. If Reuven had a Shur, the Shur was Mazik, but before the Hamad Bedin, Reuven took his Shur and he sold it to Shimon. That also is like Nagach V'achach Hifkir. That's Nagach V'achach Meicher, and it's the same thing because it's not Shavim Ke'echad, it's not the same Bailam Mitchil Saif. And Rashi and Daftadi Ches Amin Beis also says this because over there the Gemara is talking about a case of Mechira and Rashi stells to the Machlekes of Yehuda and the Rabbanon and says that you'll get involved in this halacha, this patur of Nagach Machar Hifkir, even though the Gemara over there is not talking about Hifkir, it's talking about Machar. But that's like Rashi over here, that Hifkir, Hikdish is love dafka. It means any sort of transaction that takes it out of the Rishus of Ruvain is going to make this p'tur come into effect, that you don't have mishas negicha, shas shavim ke'echad. So the Rashi, who argues with the Rashba, and holds that the p'tur of Arsugya applies even in cases where he was meicherit to a fellow yid, so then the kasha from Daflam and Gimel comes back, where the mazik took the shah and sold it to somebody else, why does the Gemara say that after the Hamad the nizik could go and take it away from that person? Because it was meshubit to him, we should say that that person gets to keep it. There is no more chi of tashlumen because this is nagach v'achach mochar, which is just like nagach v'achach hefker, and you're potter. Why in Daflam and Gimel does the Gemara not bring in this halacha that you should be potter because it's not shavim k'achad? Dr. Biki from here I see that Rashi argues with the Rosh. Rashi learned that you don't have to make the rest of Maseches Babakama Shtim with our Gemara. There's a steer from Daflam and Gimel, that's okay. Because what it says in our Gemara, on Daf Yud Gimel, is just Rabbi Yehuda Shita. But like we saw in the Brace on Daf Memdalid, the Rabbanon argued with Rabbi Yehuda. And Rashi accepted that. Rashi wasn't Machalik like the Rosh, that the Chacham only argued Legabi Yashor Shehemis, but not Legabi Yashor Shehemis. Rashi said that if I see in Daf Memdalad the Rabbanon argue with Rabbi Yehuda, Shain, that means that the Rabbanon argue with Rabbi Yehuda, and the whole halach of Rabbi Yehuda is only a Das Yachid. So true, Rashi has a very broad definition of Rabbi Yehuda's halacha, that it's not only Nagach Vachach Hifkir, it's also Nagach Vachach Machar, that also patters you, but Rashi has a very limited application of this halacha, because it's only a Das Yachid, it's only Rabbi Yehuda that holds that way. But there are but an argue. So if I find in the Gemara in Naflam and Gimel, that even though he was Meicher after the Nagicha, he is still Chayev, that'll stim with the Rabbanon, but not like Rabbi Yehuda. So the Rabbi Kiveger says that the Gemara and Naflam and Gimel will have a Teretz according to each Kat of Rishenim. According to the Rosh, 
who holds that the Rabbanon agree with this halacha, they'll have to say, he'll have to say, like the Rashba and Rabbeinu Paris, that the halacha doesn't apply to Mechira. According to Rashi, that the halacha does apply to Mechira, he'll have to say that it's a das yachin and the Rabbanon don't agree. Now let's just add on one more knech. We left off before that the Ksais and Rabbi Kiva Eger were bothered by a kasha from the Gemara and Daf Tzadi. The Gemara and Daf Tzadi didn't stim with the Gemara over here on Daf Yud Gimel. The kasha is not shver. Just like it's not shver that the Gemara and Daflam and Gimel shouldn't stim with our Gemara, because our Gemara is a Das Yachid. So it's equally not shver that the Gemara on Daf Tzadi doesn't stim with our Gemara, because our Gemara is only a Das Yachid. Now the emphasis is that when the when Rabbi Kivager asks the kasha, he really even oh, he, he alludes to this. He says that he's he's not asking the kasha stop. He's asking the kasha based on the rush. Since the Rush said that the din of Argamara is a din that's muskum l'kuli alma, so based on that he's asking his kasha. But enach and lafi rashi, the kasha is not shver. Now Rabbi Kivager, like I said, he asks the kasha on the Rush and he lies by Sarachi and Gadol. But maybe if we bring in what the Ksay said, the Ksay says the kasha, but he said there's really a very nice teretz. The teretz is that there is bialis on Yisraelana. But we explained before the only reason why that teretz is not sufficient is because not all Rishonim hold that way. But now that we're pointing out that the whole kasha to begin with is not a kasha according to all Rishonim, it's a kasha lafi the rush. It's not a kasha lafi Rashi. So now we we really have more more solutions at hand. Now we could say that those Rishonim that can't use the Ksaisis Teretz, they might be able to use the Teretz of Rashi. That our Sugya is going dark like Rabbi Yehuda, and the Gemara of Tzadi doesn't have to shtim. And those Rishonim that disagree with our Rashi, like the Rush, and say that what it says in our Gemara is supposed to be Muskim Lukuliyama, they might say, like the Teretz of the Ksaisis Cheshen, that there's no Bailasani Surya no. Now, I'm not saying that it for sure works out if you all the Rishonim. I do not know what the Rush Shita is. On the question of whether or not this Bailas be Surya the Rush is not one of the Rishanim as far as I know that's mentioned in the Ksais over here or in the Amnimluim in Evan Ezer. And I'm not familiar with the, all of the raid on, on the Sigur that, that's Mavaral, if all the Rishanim, which way they hold, but I'll call upon him. There's another possibility that if the Shittas of the various Rishanim work out, there are now two ways of getting out of the Kasha that the Ksais and Yaviki Vegar asked from the Gemara and Daftadi. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.